This is dialed into headlines for October 19th. From CNN, tensions rise among House Republicans as Reverend Jim Jordan insists on running for the next speaker despite resistance. In a heated closed-door meeting, members debated whether to support a resolution empowering interim speaker Reverend Patrick McHenry. Republicans ultimately decided to scrap the resolution and proceed with more floor votes for Jordan. Emotional exchanges ensued, with Reverend Matt Gates refusing to sit down and receiving backlash from fellow members, including Reverend Mike Bost. Some Republicans criticized Jordan for supporting the resolution. Jordan faces an uphill battle as opposition to his candidacy grows, with 22 Republican votes against him in the second round. From Al Jazeera, Israeli airstrikes in southern Gaza killed 30 and injured 21. Israel targeted Hezbollah in southern Lebanon, injuring two. Israeli raids in the occupied West Bank killed five Palestinians. Palestinian security forces fired tear gas at protesters in Ramallah. 300 protesters calling for a ceasefire were arrested in the U.S. capital. Israeli forces arrested suspected Hamas members in the West Bank. Global protests in the Philippines and Lebanon continue. Death toll in Gaza is 3,478. In the West Bank, it's 69. And in Israel, it's at least 1,400. Israel has issued evacuation orders for Gaza. The Turkish-Palestinian Friendship Hospital is on the verge of shutting down. British PM Sunak is in Tel Aviv. Biden visited and backed Israel and made a deal with Egypt for humanitarian aid, but vetoed UN resolution sending aid to Gaza. Japanese PM called leaders for aid, Russia is delivering humanitarian aid, and Chinese president wants to enhance cooperation for stability in the region. Asian markets tumbled amid fears of wider conflict or war. Wall Street and Asian markets ended in the red, 100 words. From Fox News, Senator John Fetterman, D.Pay, expressed support for Israel on Wednesday, criticizing unnamed Democratic colleagues who blamed the deadly hospital blast in Gaza on Israel. Fetterman condemned calls for a ceasefire, stating it was truly disturbing that members of Congress took the word of Hamas over our key ally. He emphasized that innocent Israelis were the victims of a terrorist attack and clarified that the Gaza hospital tragedy was not caused by Israel. Fetterman pledged his continued support for Israel's efforts to eradicate Hamas and highlighted the reasons why he believed a ceasefire should not be discussed at this time. Reverend Rashida Tlaib, Dimik, made debunked claims about the responsibility for the hospital bomb while also accusing the Biden administration of funding a genocide against Palestinians. The IDF has provided evidence showing that the explosion at Al-Ali Hospital was not Israel's fault. President Biden during his visit to Israel stated that U.S. intelligence indicated the attack was caused by terrorists. From CNN, the U.S. State Department issued a worldwide caution alert on Thursday, advising citizens to exercise increased caution due to tensions, potential terrorist attacks, and actions against U.S. citizens and interests. Protests in the Middle East in response to the Israel-Hamas war have targeted U.S. diplomatic compounds. The State Department has raised the travel advisory for Lebanon and Israel to the highest level and authorized the departure of non-emergency personnel and their families. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has ordered emergency security reviews at diplomatic posts worldwide. The last worldwide alert was issued in August 2022 after the killing of al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawahiri. U.S. citizens are advised to enroll in the Smart Traveler Enrollment Program, STEP, 
and stay alert in tourist locations. Retired senior State Department official Todd Brown warned that the potential threat situation around the Israel-Hamas war could escalate and spread beyond the Middle East, including to Europe. Brown advises people to reconsider their travel plans and notes that embassies will evaluate their security posture and may request additional security personnel or ask the host government for more security. The State Department will also consider authorizing or ordering personnel and their families to depart certain embassies, particularly in Jordan, Egypt, and Iraq. The State Department will also assess whether to restrict the movement of diplomats within countries. From New York Post, Natalie Holloway's brother, Matt Holloway, expressed disbelief in Joran Vandersloot's apology for killing his sister. Outside the Alabama courthouse, Matt referred to Vandersloot as a psychopathic liar. He stated that he did not believe the killer's claim of being a born-again Christian. However, Matt acknowledged that he believed Vandersloot's confession, emphasizing that it was what they had been waiting for. Despite this, he believed that the confessions were made for Vandersloot's own benefit. Matt, along with his father, David Holloway, echoed the sentiment that Vandersloot showed no remorse for his actions. Vandersloot confessed to smashing Natalie's head with a cinder block and disposing of her body at sea after she rejected his advances. This confession was part of a plea deal relating to extorting and defrauding the Holloway family. Vandersloot is currently serving a 28-year prison sentence in Peru for the 2010 murder of Stephanie Flores. Dialed In is written and read by Artificial Intelligence. You can find out more at dialedin.today. Soon, we'll have CTA to provide feedback at dialedin.today slash feedback and ask for new topics at dialedin.today slash topics. Those don't exist yet, though.